Hello, sweethearts, and welcome to another episode of Earthwalk with KV. So, I'm not making the same mistake before where I grabbed the wrong microphone <laughs> and ruined a, a perfect topic that you want to listen to all the time. So, um, I have checked this one, and this should sound perfect. Um, today, I wanted to talk about the Saturn return. You know, I, I find that this is the one that I get the most uh, focus on with readings. And, you know, I was kind of thinking how funny it is, but I'm, you know, I think most people are like, oh, I want as many readings as I can get. And me, I'm like, I want to reach as many people as I can on, partic on particular subjects. And I don't really have time to give everybody readings on these things. So let me create a podcast and <laughs> see if this can kind of help some of you out through this time that is, you know, one of our biggest challenging times in our entire lives. Uh, we actually have two of them. We have one that comes at 28 and we have another one that comes at 56. Now... The 28 one is what I'll mostly be talking about because the 56 one is a little different, but mostly it depends on how you handled the one when you had the 28 one and how you handled that one determines what's going to be happening in your life at 56. So, you know, basically how I see it is that a good way for you to understand this is that until 28 we are more operating under the karma of others. So we're operating under the karma of our parents. It's almost like the things that are happening in our life are more of a byproduct of what they have done. And um, at 28, it shifts into you start paying back your own karma from the things that you have done, said, and how you've kind of treated life before the age of 28 and this is why we tend to get so punched down and so you know smashed into the ground at 28 because a lot of us can get really kind of cocky and know-it-all right around that time that's right before 28 because we haven't had to pay back our own karma yet you know we haven't seen the results of how we've treated people or you know how we've just shut people off because we couldn't handle communicating with them or you know when we're younger we're so much more likely to not really look at ourselves and instead put all the blame on everybody else and to just drop them to dump them to cut them out of our lives and we don't tend to so much work on bringing about healing with others. And one of the main reasons is because we haven't seen that karmic payback yet. We haven't felt, um, you know, that thing that swings back is a really good way to look at it because everything you do, it swings back your way. It boomerangs back your way, but it doesn't until Saturn comes knocking on your door at age 28. So um, that's what I always like to kind of get that message to people when they are in that you know, stage that's before 28, because you are going to feel very sure of what you're doing. You're going to feel very confident. You're going to feel very much like you know best. And that's kind of the biggest pitfall that then gets us at 28 is it's too cocky, too sure of ourselves. Everybody else is the one that's messed up. 
I am awesome. I know what's going on. I remember too, even for me, like my, my happiest days came before 28. I felt so in control of my life. I felt so like I knew what was going on. I had also just entered the spiritual arena and this was before internet. This was before all the books saturated the scene. So it was a more of an organic thing. It was more just you were out in nature and you woke up, you know, or you were, you read the book like the Celestine prophecy and it woke you up. Um, so people, you know, a couple decades ago had a different experience with spiritual awakening more that it was like, Oh my gosh, I get it now. I remember even having it like that where it was like, Oh my gosh, I get it now. I get it. (laughs) You know, I kind of remember changing overnight with understanding my, um, connections to other humans, understanding karma, uh, understanding, you know, what the was really all about learning to love people, learning to have compassion, learning to be more tolerant. And I remember it, you know, washing over me and just changing my life completely, you know, around the age of like 26, um, 25, 26. And at that time too, I remember thinking that 30 year olds and 40 year olds have no idea what they're talking about. Cause that's something that happens too. It's something that happens right before the Saturn return is we get really cocky. We really do think we know exactly what's up with life. Um, you know, we might have a lot of success in our business. If we've pushed a lot of our energy into it, we may just feel like I know what's up. I know what's going on oh my gosh, I should be ruling this world. It is, it is kind of a cocky energy. I like to, you know, kind of put it when we're in that mid to late twenties, we get very cocky and sure of ourselves and think we got it. I got it. And I can tell you that the more you feel that way, the more likely that you're going to get punched down the moment Saturn comes in because he really is about really teaching you who you really are. And, um, and really showing you what you actually have done and really showing you how you have cut off people, put people down, limited relationships, um, you know, kind of had too much of a chip on your shoulder, like, you know, all, and he comes in and just like, you know, holds your head underwater for several years (laughs) is what he can do. I have noticed too, that some younger people, Well, if you have a lot of strong Saturn in your chart already, then you can kind of feel like most of your life has been a Saturn return. So there's differences for different people. And one thing I have noticed is I only know one person who did not get destroyed during their Saturn return. And this person too, it's so interesting because the older I've gotten and the more I've moved into that compassion space, because that's what happens the older we get, the more we forgive ourselves and the closer we look 
at ourselves in a much more humble and honest way, the more likely we are to have compassion with everybody for no matter where they're at. We kind of, you know, give up being so judgmental and putting people down or judging them or, oh, you're just da da da, or you have these issues, or you're just fucked up, or something's wrong with you. You know, the more we're saying those things, the more it is evident that we have all those problems that we're talking about in others the more you say those the more you're showing how fucked up you are actually keeping it real the more you judge people the more you're outing yourself that you're the one that's fucked up so it is really about keeping it real and getting honest because when you have really looked within and when you have really worked to heal your things you're so much more compassionate with others you're so much more understanding that they are who they are because of all these situations that have happened in their life and when you when you see that and get that you can't judge anybody else or at least you can't judge them in a way that puts them down and makes them smaller and keeps you in this holier than thou position you know so I'm I'm always going to be talking about this and this you know has been you know kind of the greatest lesson that I have learned in life is you know with keeping it real and not um, <laughs> and not always putting the attention on everybody else as they're the ones who are messed up. I'm perfect. Um, I think one of the biggest mistakes you can ever make is to call yourself perfect because we are flawed, flawed, flawed. <laughs> you know, we are. None of us are perfect. And the only ones that can really get that, you know, um, can get that title of perfect are the ones who are not judging anybody, the ones who are not triggered by anybody, you know, the ones who are not concerned by what other people are doing because they know we're just walking this path and we we're all on this path of healing and becoming better peoples. So the people who you notice who are the least reactive and the least affected, and especially the ones who are least likely to put out poisonous words off their tongue are the ones who truly are you know healed and as close to perfect as we can get because that's the that's the barometer right there what are you saying about other people you know what are you you know thinking inside of your head about other people um, how are you putting others down you know that's always what we have to look at but so this one person who did not get smashed to the ground during her Saturn return is somebody that I always saw as more weak and I saw that I saw that she shoved everything down and wasn't really real with what was going on and um, and um, and that kind of thing. And the older I've gotten, I've realized she's actually the one I look to most now in understanding how we should really be in the world. And because um, she just like would go with the flow with anything. You could make her change on a dime and she'd just be like, okay, you know, and she would also never, ever 
have problems with other people. I don't know that I ever heard her complain about anybody. I don't know that I ever heard her say negative words about anybody. Um, she was just always like, okay. And I know that she was also raised that way that in her family, you didn't talk about bad things. You didn't talk about negative things. You didn't talk about any of that stuff going on in the world. And I remember I was in a really big activist <laughs> point in my life. So I was seeing that as such a weak thing, you know, as like, you need to wake up. You're not looking at things. You're hiding your head under this in, in the, in the sand is how I interpreted her back then. But now like the more I'm learning about energy, the more I'm learning about the journey of us and our healing path, the more I'm like, oh, she did exactly what we should be doing. And truth be told, like what we, what is between us and what we say in our own head is between us and what we say in our own head. So I was saying, oh yeah, you're shoving this stuff, this stuff down. You're living in denial. You're saying, fuck you, motherfucker, inside your head when you have a smile on your face like everything is okay. But truth be told, energy is always going to be showing us what we're really saying in our head. So what we're manifesting in our life and the situations we're manifesting are going to be in close proximity to what we are truly saying. And I can say right now that that girl has never had anything but you know, from my perspective, beautiful and wonderful things happened to her. But it was because of who she really was in the core inside of her. And she's the only person who I have not seen go through mental breakdown at 28, um, go through health issues at 28, um, feel like you're losing your mind, feel like nothing is making you happy. Um, discontent is one of the really big ones with the Saturn return. You will feel like nothing makes you happy. All these things that totally made you happy a couple years earlier just lead to a really strong, really strong feelings of discontent. I'm not happy in the world. Nothing feels okay. Um, I'm doing all these things that I used to do, but now they don't feel okay. Um, kind of feeling like you're going to lose your mind is a really big part of Saturn return. A lot of people are very depressed during that time. Um, uh, a feeling like you just can't deal with things. Another thing is one thing after another. It'll feel like there's just one thing after another, one thing after another. You're always being bombarded with something. Uh, the health one, you know, I remember that one too. Like, I mean, mine kind of contributed to, I got mercury put in my mouth, you know, a couple weeks before I turned 28, even though I didn't know it happened. But I kind of feel like that even had to happen to really put me into this lower Saturn return feeling where we just feel like big losers and we doubt everything about ourselves. And, you know, I had all this health stuff come up, like suddenly every one of my levels from thyroid, my liver, um, my adrenals, um, I had gluten intolerance, I was having migraines like crazy. I mean, I just like went into complete state of like disease, even though weeks before <laughs> I was in abundant life, everything is fantastic land. I love my life. So for me, it was a really big drop off a cliff. It was really just like, 
wanting to die. Like, I can't believe this has happened. I can't believe I feel so horrible. I can't believe I'm not healthy anymore. I can't believe I think I'm losing my mind. I'm crazy. Who am I? What do I want to do? Um, so the, the, the emotional breakdown is a really big one for people. And, um, so those are kind of the symptoms of it. It's going to be discontent. It's going to be not feeling healthy. It's going to be feeling very much like you were on this perfect track before it came and then feeling like everything goes to hell. Um, a lot of times people can have things where you're physically stopped from doing the work you were doing through getting sick, through, you know, I, I know my one friend uh, was a body worker and she was in a car accident around 28 and her hand was on the stick shift and she broke that uh, wrist. So when it was her right hand, she couldn't do the, her stuff anymore. You know, so for like a, she got put, pulled out of that career in order to really kind of go through this downtime space and work on healing all this other stuff that a lot of it relates to the karma of how we treated people before we were 28, how we handled life before we were 28. So, you know, it, it can really just take you and, like I said, smash you to the ground. It's almost something you should probably expect. But, you know, there's different ways that this will manifest and a lot of people get very serious about their career at that time you know but most likely whatever you were doing before 28 is going to shift greatly after 28 there's just different things to it there's more of a soul connectedness that happens through you and with what you are going to create, how you're going to talk, who you're going to be in the world. And it's kind of through taking you so down into that depressed state that this new and more mature you starts coming out, but it's going to be a much more humbled you than before 28 because you start to lose things. You know, a lot of people lose everything they own. They lose their homes. They lose their money. It really depends on where you have Saturn in your chart. But there are a couple houses that are the worst ones, the most painful ones, the, the ones that really say, this is going to be a difficult journey for you. But you know, and I had that one. I had it in the worst places you can possibly have it. I would have it on the cusp of those houses, actually. <laughs> so I, I was like, I'm taking both the worst places and I'm saying, bring it. Um, you know, but one thing you do end up finding through this is that what happens during your Saturn return is sculpting you and grooming you for where you're going to be going in the world. So you know, as low as you go is another thing about how high you are going to go. So it's, it's a deep, hardcore schooling thing. So I always kind of try to tell people too, like, you know, not that school is a nightmare, but just imagine how you do have to go through the steps of this schooling to truly kind of be this wise teacher being. And Saturn is all about that. Saturn is the ultimate school teacher, and he's going to check every detail to make sure you're walking your talk, to make sure you really know what you're talking about and trying to be a teacher in regards. Uh, he's going to like, he's going to like, 
you know, put you through a lot of tests and trials, you know, so maybe before 28, you're writing about all these things that are spiritual based and you're writing, you know, cause now in the world, spirituality is overplayed. Like people read these books, people learn all this stuff. And then that's what they're doing. All they do is talk about this and, oh, to be grounded, you need to da, 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 da. Oh, to, awaken to a new path in life you need to da 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 so we pick up on all these things we've read and then that's all we want to talk about because we've intellectually grasped this thing and now we're like oh this is what life is all about but then you know you kind of go through these trials in life that really kind of say are you walking your talk have you really learned the wisdom of what Saturn is trying to teach you and what living a spiritual life is trying to teach you. I mean, I think it's kind of pretty known that people who do call themselves spiritual people tend to be the biggest hypocrites out there because they've grasped this information, but they're not really walking it. You know, they's, they've grasped the path of compassion, but then they're like, fuck you, friend. I don't like you anymore. I'm done with you, you know, and, and that's not compassion. That's not the path we're supposed to walk, you know, cutting people out of our life because we're having problems with them or you know, handling things like judging others or being competitive or being envious. Those are all not the path of compassion. And that's ultimately what we're all learning is just to be softer peoples who don't have to be know-it-alls, you know, and who aren't just doing all this lip service of, of putting out all these things that they've read about when they haven't really walked them. So like once Saturn return comes, you know, at 28, and again at 56, you're being gauged more so than any other times in your life on how you're walking your talk. And if you really are embodying the words that you're saying and embodying the concepts that you're grasping, you know, it's easy to grasp this stuff. Come on. And this stuff's everywhere now, you know, like that's what I've been talking with friends that our Facebook feeds are full of everybody touting, you know, spiritual wisdoms and what life is really all about and what you need to do to change your life and what you need to do to be healthy. And, you know, it's like, it's not that easy to just read this stuff and think we'd be changed. If that was the case, we would have an awakened race already. (laughs) We'd all be like treating the earth with justice, treating the animals with justice, treating our fellow brothers and sisters with justice. But instead, we're judging them. We're putting them down. We're saying, oh, you're not awake, so you're screwed up. And that's not really the case. You know, that's not really the, the way to treat other people because, again, we were all there too. We all were uneducated too on the ways of the world and it's really just through us walking these steps and learning the hard lessons and being feeling humbled um, and feeling like a loser and feeling not good enough and you know that we really kind of get to the point of then working to heal these things then working to be in right be to put things into right action you know working to like be the better peoples like people who are truly working to be the best peoples they can be are just beautiful and the number one thing is you have to be humble you have to look at yourself but again I'm always going to remind you if you're judging people negatively if you're putting them down as less than if you're um 
always kind of saying what's wrong with that person or what's wrong with this person or what's wrong with that person. You're really just saying that you have those same things inside of you or at least that you do have a lot of inner work to do because when you come to that peaceful, compassionate space of forgiving yourself, you automatically don't judge people as harshly as you used to. You just understand that we're all on this healing journey, you know, and I, and I also can guarantee that it's a lot easier to sit back and judge people and put them down. But when you have really walked a day in their shoes and really see, you know, what happened in their childhood, that, that birth to this person is with the big hard armor shell and the bitchy attitude and the shortchanging anything that's like a positive, no, it's never going to work out. Life is hard, da, da, da. You know, the moment you've really like looked and peered into the life of that person, you have no right to judge anybody, you know, for what they're how they're representing themselves in this moment right now because there's a story behind that there's pain behind that there's disappointment behind that there's abuse behind that you know there's the withholding of affection and love and nurturing behind why they're acting the way they are right now and Saturn return is that first door opening that is most going to reveal to you what is out of balance and what is whacked out and you know that journey is unique for each one of us but it's still always going to have that the, the biggest component is discontent things don't feel good I'm not happy anymore. This feels like too much pressure. And you know, the the things I want you to look at are the good parts of this. And the good parts is that that discontent births something in you. It can birth you making the hugest changes of your lifetime and being like enough of that path that I was walking, enough of being with that relationship that I thought I'd be in forever, enough of following a, a path that is, you know, not valuable and not really honoring who I am. Um, it's, it, it's, it births a lot of enough of that. I will not have that any longer in my life. I will not promote that in my life any longer. I'm going to shoot for these different heights. And, you know, one thing too, I want to talk about like, the timeline of that, you know, the Saturn return really kind of there, there's segments of it, you know, it, it comes in at 28, really, a lot of times tends to really come around on around that date. Exactly. Like you go into the birthday of 28, and suddenly, everything falls apart, the the building collapses, you know, everything gets burned to the ground, you lose everything, you make a wrong move, and it ends up feeling like it destroys you. So it really does kind of come really close to that 28th birthday. And then around 32, 33, you kind of start moving into another space that lasts until about 36. And usually around 36 is when you start to come out of it more. You, you That's when you really start to kind of feel like yourself again. And it takes all those years to really kind of birth this new you, you know, and like, you know, 28 to 32 or 33, that's when one part of it is just kind of destroying itself and falling away. And then 33, just like, you know, the thing with Christ. I don't know what the 33 is. It's something with, or did he, 
die at 30? I don't know. See, I don't know anything religious, so um, I'm sorry about that. I don't know all the details. <laughs> I've never read the Bible yet. Um, but so um, I know something is 33, though. So something does happen at 33 where you do start to kind of start coming out of the light and, and feel much more mature, feel much more like grounded, much more humble, like the humbling is the biggest factor of that one, you know, and then you start to come out of it in a different way. And you also start to create things in a different way. And then, um, as the years go on, you're being given all these kind of signs of, are you going to follow what your soul's telling you? Are you going to try to be in your mind space again and try to manipulate this? So there's lots of tests along the way. And then you reach another one from 38 to 43, where you can be catapulted out in the world in the most beautiful ways based on what started back at 28. So I'm always really kind of trying to get to the message to people that this is a rite of passage. We all go through this. And the only people that really do sail through it which like I said I've only heard of one um, are the ones that were really already kind of learning the humble lessons before 28 like the bigger the ego before 28 the more you think you're all that and you got it the more you're going to tend to trip up and fall so whenever I can get to people before that time I'm like humble yourself now do whatever you can to not think you got it all figured out because even I think thinking you got it all figured out <laughs> almost like completely predetermines that it's going to be a rough road for you so the more you can just like um, be open to the arguments you're having with others. Be open to what you need to heal about yourself. Be open to, you know, like again, like not judging others, not putting them down because all your karma is collecting. And once you turn 28, it booms at you like a fireball. And you might think, you know, I'm getting away with everything. I don't have to pay any of that back. But at 28, you do. Because because it wasn't showing up in your life yet, you can get really out of control. You can get very enormously egoly out of control <laughs> of like, I am the best. I am number one. I know everything. And like I said, I was someone that was at that. And I was in the spiritual scene too. So it was, it was that spiritual ego of like, I got this. I got it figured out. I know how to treat people. I know how to have relationships. And but truth be told, I was still in that space of if it didn't work out, I was done with you. And I just shut you out. And that's one that seems to really have to be paid back hardcore from us because we can't treat people like that. You know, it's really important that we have honorable separations, you know, and honorable, um, you know, disconnects from people because they are always happening. You know, we're always moving in and out of people's lives. But I believe that's a really big one that shows up as the karma payback that starts coming around 28. Now, I have this example of um, this wonderful girl that a lot of you know named Laura of Roots and Feathers. And the reason I wanted to bring her up is because I've seen, you know, I met her in her Saturn return and now she's kind of moving into that next phase. And what you know, a perfect example of what kind of happens and to help you understand how your career changes, how your work out in the world changes is that, you know, in the Saturn return, she was very much 
uh, focused on being an artist and creating these goods. And um, through the Saturn return, she has really been able to build this really beautiful business where, you know, a lot of people really value this woman, you know, and they go to her for a source of um, information that's all about beauty. I always say like everything she does is she makes things beautiful, you know, she just makes things more beautiful. And when I had done her reading, I told her that she was going to be like this Oprah being where whatever she talks about, everybody is going to want. And I also saw how people were purchasing things, um, almost like space from her, so that she could then promote them. So I definitely saw this money exchange, this honoring of people giving her money to then have her have this avenue of promoting other people and what they're doing. And as she's moved on further into the Saturn return, she is still creating all these beautiful pieces of art and jewelry and things for the home but now she's just now opening into something that is really what her gift is and it's with starting a magazine so it's 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 that taking what she was already really good at but through the Saturn return she's becoming a bigger expression of that and that's what the Saturn return does it just kind of you know maybe you're working in a restaurant and by the end of the Saturn return, moving into like the 32, 33 to 36 ages, you get the opportunity to own a restaurant, you know, so everything and especially the more humble you can be and not fight the lessons that are coming your way, the more likely you get put into more of um, something that's just layers up from what you are doing. So it won't necessarily be the same thing you were doing. It will move into a higher expression. And definitely the more you can be vulnerable, the more you can be real, the more you can be honest and open about what's happening to you and knowing that there's a higher purpose to it, knowing that you're being schooled right now. You know, you're being taught all these lessons and your greatest skills and the best advice I can give you is just to be humble and trust that whatever's happening is happening to school you into this other being. So like with Laura, now she's moving into this higher expression. Now she's going to move into magazines and she's going to be huge. I already know it and it's going to be like she's an Oprah and she's going to talk about this person. She's going to talk about that company. She's going to talk about that product and everyone's going to go out and buy them. But she had to first start at that bottom creating all these things. I kind of even see her not having the time to create all these things you know I think she'll design things and other people can make them you know because that's another going up the notch now you're not doing all the legwork down here you're having other people do it and you're getting to sit at your fancy table and just draw out the designs and be like here go make this here execute this so we all are through the Saturn return walking these levels, walking this bottom ground thing, weeding out all these things about our personality that aren't going to work with us moving into more of our teacher shoe positions. And then as we learn the lessons, we're being given these opportunities to shine more in this more um, teacher, leader, authority kind of position. And... Um, 
even with me, you know, with my Saturn return before Saturn return, I was much more in the fashion world, you know, much more in designing things, much more in um, really helping people feel beautiful by what I could create. And then at Saturn return, I went into feeling crazy, feeling like I was losing it, feeling like I had no clue about how I'd get through one more day in life, wanting to die, having situations that were the most unbearable to have to deal with, you know, then having like a father who got hit by a car, you know, and I was there taking care of him. I went through all of my savings to take care of him and was in debt from that moment on from that kind of journey of taking care of him. I lost all control of anything, but it was in that time, you know, that most of you know, that was when I wrote all the birth chart book information, you know, so that was when I was in such a low space of wanting to die and thinking like, how do I deal with, you know, I mean, this is all going to be in the book I write, but you guys don't even know a, a tenth of all the stuff that kept happening. There was a lots of sexual, you know, like, people yeah it's just I'll save it for the book but it was like violations 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 everything was attacking my sexuality and making me want to hide and not want to show my body anymore not be beautiful anymore not be sexual anymore I mean there were so many violating things that happened that just you know really like have been what I've been focused on healing since I was 28 you know, the things that happened, I'm still working on healing because they were so horrible and um, soul shrinking is what I can say a lot of that stuff is about. But everything that happened to me birthed what I'm doing right now, right here in this moment. I could not be this person, um, and I, I hate, I, I started to say it and I was like, Oh, it's not comfortable when you say it about yourself. But, um, I could not be this person who is becoming an authority on these subjects had I not walked every single one of them. So from losing everything, from losing everything I valued, from losing everyone I loved, from losing, uh, from going from like the most perfect life that I could ever imagine to the worst nightmare that I would never wish on anybody is what birthed who I am now speaking to you now. And that's what we really have to understand in this Saturn return journey is that you are being schooled into somebody very important later in life. And it's not going to happen overnight. And most of the Saturn return journey, you're not going to understand it. You're not going to understand why this is happening. You're not going to understand why this is so hard. But you have to trust that it is giving you all these real life tools, like real life ones, not these superficial fluffy ones that you just read in a book. And now you're telling everybody like you're an authority on this stuff. You know, honestly, I say don't even delve into spirituality before 28, because you'll most likely really get tested on those things. Um, if you are talking too much about being an authority or being a teacher or being a guide before you've been through the rite of passage of 28, 
um, until that time. That's why I'm always telling everybody, just play, you know, don't, don't take things too seriously. Um, just get more socialization, life experiences. Don't want to race out into the world and be like, I am an authority on all these subjects. Uh, because the internet has introduced that possibility for you to want to do that at a young age. And then Saturn return comes, you have to shut down your business. You're depressed. You've manifested a health issue that is pulling you out of the scene. And, um, um, those things don't necessarily have to happen if you do more, just play it lightweight, play, 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 play it. Play it. <laughs> I can't get that out. Play things like low, you know, not striving for everything right now, more just kind of if things fall in your lap and you're put into these teacher kind of positions, then it's meant to be for sure. But don't like strive for these teacher shoes before 28 and know-it-all shoes before 28 or you are destined to really manifest things that turn you upside down just like they did with me. I was flipped upside down. <laughs> Everything fell out. And that's a good way to look at Saturn return. You're going to flip, be flipped upside down and everything that is not val valuable, honoring, um, truly embodying what you are holding inside is just going to fall right out for everybody to see. And all these things that you thought you were are really going to be put into check. You know, you're going to be checked on a lot of things. Are you really who you say you are? Are you really living what you say you know about life? Are you really walking what you're saying you know about life? And if you're not, it's all going to fall out and it's going to be kind of a difficult journey. But what I can tell you is that the more difficult it is, you're going to be so much more thankful when you're around my age. You're going to be like, I don't. I don't regret one single thing that I have to walk now. I'm not really happy that because of all that stuff, I've had to take on all this healing. You know, I'm not really happy that because that happened, I now don't feel comfortable in my body. You know, I went from feeling so comfortable in my body, so okay with my sexuality, to then really like wanting to hide it because I felt like, the world is a bunch of fucked up perverts who, you know, want to take advantage of someone who's beautiful and sexual and alive. So I did have a lot of learning um, that I'm still in, you know, I'm still trying to bring that innocence back into me. I'm still trying to bring feeling safe out in the world to just be who I am and not have to put up protection and to not have to hide my sexuality and to not have to hide being beautiful to like keep people away to protect myself so I still to these days am carrying some of the damage that was done back then and um, I think that could even be something too where you know years down the way, I'm like, Oh, that's why I had to carry that so long. That's why I had to carry the damage that was done for so long. So again, I'm always kind of wanting you to see that trust where you are right now with the lessons that are coming up. Don't put yourself down because you're still having to heal 
from things that were done to you. There's a reason for it. Same as there was a reason I had to lose everything and to really walk every situation that all of you are going to walk in your Saturn returns so that I can be a guide for you during that time because I walked it everything you can imagine the deaths the sexual violations the mentally feeling like you're losing it the health issues um, going from feeling so social and so out there and so loving life to just want to hide and not be around anybody I, I went to being like socially retarded which I was never socially retarded I was like hey I could be in any scene I could be with any group I could feel comfortable with any style of person I loved to shine I loved to be on the highest platform at every club dancing you know I was so like like loved to be watched, loved to be looked at in a sexual way. And then, you know, went, turned into completely socially retarded, could not dance in public, you know, did not want anybody looking at me, <laughs> you know, to really being really awkward in, in social situations. <laughs> so <laughs> I walked all those things that you guys are going to be embarking on during your Saturn return. But I'm at least now in a position and at a perspective where I'm now so grateful for every one of those things that I've now and am currently still having to figure my way out of into bringing in the right action balance of learning what I needed to from that situation um, to letting go of what I need to from that situation to being whole and happy in this world and in my body from everything that I had to endure. So it's kind of like, you know, people who were raped, you know, which that's not one of the things that did happen, but other things that led to things th that were related to that. Um, but, um, you know, it's a journey to heal from that. You know, it's not something you just get over. It changes everything about yourself. It changes how you view the world. It changes how you view yourself. It just, it just, it just takes everything and throws it in a bag and jostles it all around. And then you got to re-put these puzzle pieces together. And it's not easy, you know, and it's not something you want to have to walk. But there's always something to it there's always something that later in life you are granted this wisdom from that healing journey that then is going to be something that's going to assist all these other people on their path so had I had a really pleasurable Saturn return that didn't have me lose every single thing in my life so that I had to completely start over. Had I not had that, there's no way I'd be standing here talking to you right now. There's no way I'd be doing these videos. There's no way I'd be writing the way I am and bringing through these messages for, for you. You know, I wouldn't be here now had I not had all of that. So I want you to always remember that in your Saturn return that no matter how painful, how horrible, I'm right there with you, babe. I had it just as bad, but look at me now. 
and you're going to be here too. You're going to be where I am right now. You're going to see what I mean. You're going to see how, oh my gosh, I could not be living this life now had I not walked that. Oh my gosh. And you're going to be in the fog for several years understanding why is this happening? Why did I lose that person? Why did I lose my business that was so thriving? Why did, am I losing my sanity? Why am I losing my health? You know, you're going to be in this fog and you're not going to understand it, but you have to understand that Saturn is there working on you for a very good reason and you will never be able to go to the heights you're intended to go to if you don't face those lessons that are coming up and what he really wants to do you know the more you think you got it and you know it and you you are it you are top dog. The more you think that, the more that school teacher Saturn's going to come in and smash you to the ground. So to just be humble, you know, and to be trusting of this and to know that this is your path journey. This is what you manifested. This is what you need. And there's things that need to be weeded out of you that you're holding in your story and in your energy and on this life path. There's things that you need to look at. And that's what he kind of does. He holds your heads down, you know, to the ground and says, look at this. Look at this. Is that how you want to be known? Is that how you think it's okay to treat people? Is that, is that how you think it's okay to live your life? And until you learn the lessons and humble up, you'll stay down there and you'll stay smashed down and you'll be so depressed that you know you want to die mine was like yeah it was just years and years and years and there's always you know to understand there's going to be breaks of light you are given breaks he doesn't hold your head underwater for the whole time you will have points where you're like okay I feel okay now I feel like I can trust this life again and you know and he he lets you get a breather he brings you a new love or he brings you a new job opportunity or you know he'll bring you the great greatest bunch of friends into your life that you meet through this new job so you'll always have a little bit of head bobbing coming up where he's giving you some air giving you some things to be grateful for and that's where I too uh, want you to know be grateful for those good points you know really be grateful that you have a home right now even though it's downscaled from what you used to have or you know be grateful for the friends that you do have that have stuck by you even though you've been a sassy little bitch with things you know but they haven't left your side they've been there for you you know be grateful for the opportunities that will come during that time um, because you will be given waves of relief like that and the more you don't see them as good because you're so focused on how much things have changed and how horrible it got the more likely that you're just going to have more of that because you also need to see oh my gosh it's a beautiful day today I feel safe right now today look at these beautiful flowers outside look at this beautiful day with the fluffy white clouds and no chemtrails and so a big lesson is always really being thankful for what you do have that hasn't fallen away or the new growth of things that have shown up so don't hold on too much to what you think you need to the people you think are never going to leave you to 
your job that you think is never going to change and it's only going to go up, you know, really kind of be much more fluid and loose with what is coming in, with what is leaving you and with what lessons are appearing. And, and, you know, I just also want you to know that just try to remember that all of us go through this. Just try to remember that this is in fact a rite of passage, you know, this is what we all go through. None of us do not. But the ones who really sit in it and look at it and deal with what comes up are the ones that you're then seeing who are the great teachers out there in the world who are writing all those books that are really moving you, you know, who are really shifting you into a higher space. And one thing too, you know, if you know about ascension, I mean, now ascension's a, a common day-to-day word that we all know, but back when the first runners were having this happen, which I was in the first round of them, and it was like the late 90s, it was the last couple years of the 90s that the first people started going through ascension which is very similar to Saturn return. So I had Saturn return and Ascension. So I think that's too why it was just, (laughs) it was, it's amazing I'm alive still because it was so horrible and you didn't have internet, you didn't have the books, you didn't know what was going on. You just knew that the light switched off where I had been on all the time and now you can't see into anything and you don't understand anything. And every day it's a new nightmare coming your way. And, um, All those people I know that were in that first round of them, those are the ones who really have been writing the books on Ascension and really writing the books that are changing people's lives. And it was during that time. And, you know, I didn't even know anything about that until around like 2003, I met another person who went through that and she explained it to me and I'm like oh okay and then like as the years go on much more information started coming up because all those first rounders wrote those books you know they got all those books out there to really help people understand what was going on but um you know, it's something that just like, if you know about Ascension, it's like, it's, it's like kind of taking us, smashing you down in order to rise above, you know, really going down into all the true aspects of who we are, how you've been acting, how you've been treating people, what you're saying in your mind, who you're still judging, you know, really going and facing all of those things and clearing that all out through a painful process like giving birth in order to then rise to this higher space to let go of all this density all this darkness that we're keeping hidden in us that's really so much in our minds in our judgmental ways and then releasing that and then moving into a much lighter position of ascending into this lighter space of compassion and love and like for real Not just like in your mental thoughts of, oh, I get compassion for everybody else. And then you're off mouthing off to people about how much you hate them or thinking in your mind about how much you want revenge on them. Like that's not compassion. You know, that's not where we're moving into. So look at me almost at an hour. (laughs) The Saturn return. And the one at 56... That one is really about if you did not already really heed what you were being taught at 28, you have another round of it 
that then kind of takes you through it again in a similar way. But that's one that really wants to take you to a higher, higher position. You know, so that one can really be a great honor. But that's another really big time where the divorces happen the home environment falls apart. Um, you leave the jobs you were doing before in order to um, really kind of live out your soul's purpose in a much different, wiser eyed perspective way. So that's one where people really get very focused on I am changing my life now. I'm not going to live in that place anymore. I'm not going to stay in that relationship that's not valuing me anymore. I'm not going to have these people in my life that are making me feel smaller and not good enough and aren't really honoring what I'm doing. So that one brings in a lot of life changes of things falling away in order for you to fully live who you're here to be. Whereas the first one, everything's falling away in order for you to find out who you really are and who you're supposed to be living as in this world so they're different kind of falling aways but the second one you definitely have much more of a fire under your behind to make your dreams happen now and to release to let go of all these things that no longer feel like home or no longer feel valuing to you but the first one Things are just falling away uncontrollably in order to kind of really find out who you really, really, really are. And in order to give you the tools and the schooling to nurture and support the truth of who you really are so that you can learn all these skills in order to do something that's much more important down the line and that is much more ground shaking and much more affecting people in larger ways. So yeah, I think I'm going to leave it at that and hope that I saturated your body with a little bit of understanding about what's going on with this time. But again, just understand it happens to all of us, every single one of us. We all know where you are now and we can all relate with how discontent you feel with life when before it all felt so good and valuable. But um, we also, too, from this perspective, can say that we would not be where we are now had we not walked every one of those steps. So we have great faith in you that you, too, will get to the other side of this tunnel and you will be so grateful for everything that you learned along the way. So you have a whole group of supportive people at that end of the tunnel and they're cheering you on and like, you can do this because I did this. You know, you can do this because we all have to do this. Don't give up in the middle of the tunnel. Yeah, it sucks. Sucks is a word you'll want to say a lot of times. You also want to say, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. Like that's going to be one of the biggest things on your mouth. I'm done with this. I am so sick of this. I am so sick of these things I'm having to deal with. But we were all there. <laughs> We can relate with you. It sucked and we were sick of it too. <laughs> but until the rain stops, the rain doesn't stop. Until the rain stops, you can't change it. 
There's nothing you can do about it. If it's pouring down on you, it's pouring down on you for a very good reason. And your best mode of thinking is to just trust this and to know that there's deep, hardcore reasons behind this. And it's going to put you into a position later that you're going to be so thankful you walked every one of those steps instead of like, you know, escaping through alcoholism or escaping through pills or escaping through, you know, just not wanting to deal with how hard it is. You know, you may not have the same results at the end of this tunnel because you're supposed to look at this stuff head on and be like, okay, you know, you're in class with Saturn right now. And he's like, look at this. You can't just leave the room and think it's not going to keep coming up. It's going to keep coming up. So look at this. Look at this now. What do you need to change? What do you need to let go of? What do you need to move more towards that feels like a soul honoring path? You know, but also don't think it's going to be easy, you know, be open to the fact that you will feel like you're losing your mind. That's part of it. That's part of the ride. We all lose our minds in there, <laughs> but it's kind of good. We're supposed to lose our minds, guys. <laughs> We're supposed to lose our mental summing up of what is going on. You know, we're supposed to tune more into our belly and just feeling things and trusting things. And that's what you're going to be learning in this journey. Okay, my loves, you have a beautiful Saturn return. <laughs> And I will see you on the other side. And I look forward to hearing what you're doing in life that could not have been accomplished had you not walked this journey. Because there's 100% truth in that. You will be doing something different because of what you walked and because of what that great school teacher is teaching you. Okay, I'll see you on the other side. Bye.